0: Welcome to the Catholic Influencer Podcast, a conversation to help Catholic influencers just like you and me to go deeper and further in influencing our world for Jesus. I'm your host, Father Rob Gallia. And I'm your co-host, Danny Sullivan. And we look forward today to talking to you about authenticity. Hey Danny. Hey Father Rob, how's it been? It's been good, it's just so good and uh, such a great opportunity for us today to talk about authenticity, how important it is for people to be authentic when they share a message of hope, when they share their relationship with Jesus, is that right?
1: Absolutely, it's just so much more attainable when someone is authentic, it's not up on some high ladder that seems like it's impossible for normal people to reach. When people are authentic, share their heart, it just makes it, I don't know, so much easier be like, you know what, I can try for that too.
0: That's right. And even when you see these holy people, sometimes when it is authentic, when you see that it comes from a real relationship with God and not a, 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 an idealistic place, somehow it becomes achievable or something almost desirable.
1: Yeah. You know, there's there's so many beautiful people where you look at them and it's not you know, beautiful because they seem holy or, you know, outwardly they're beautiful, but there's something deep within that you want. And it's beauty that comes from this authentic place and from their heart where you're like, you know what? I want that. I want to be like that. Exactly. So Attractive and it's desirable, like you
0: said. Yeah, and I meet so many holy people, you know. And I can say this because I'm not disclosing anything. But sometimes even I'm hearing confessions, you know, as a priest. And I'm hearing, and I'm hearing the confessions of some of these people. And I, as they're, they're ashamed of, of sharing these sins, I start to think, this is a holy person. But it comes from a real authentic place. Because I think authenticity, one of the things of authenticity, is realizing that it's not by our own strength. Our holiness is not by our own strength. But it's by a grace given to us by God. Absolutely. And so today what we wanted to talk a little bit about is being an authentic witness of the gospel. So sometimes uh, we get uh, people talking to us about Jesus, people talking to us and preaching at us, but we start to think, well, I'm not so sure about that. That doesn't really apply to my life because I don't see it being applied in the life of the people around us. So uh, what we will do today and at the end of this uh, little conversation Danny and uh, that Danny and I will have, we'll also have a time of interview we're going to interview who I, one person who I believe to be one of the most authentic, authentic witnesses in, in Australia.
1: That's a pretty big call. I also think you're a bit biased, but you are
0: pretty good I am, friends I with him. Yes, yes. Well, I, I, but I know yeah. I, I know this person very well as well as his, his performance, his stage persona. Uh, as we talk a little bit about authenticity, being an authentic witness, it obviously starts from one place. And with this thing, I'm sure you have heard a thousand times before, but it comes to the fact that you cannot give what you do not have. Okay, I think this is the, the key of authenticity. It's one recognizing that we cannot give and we cannot tell lead people to where we have not been and i I see this often i see people telling and jesus saw that often in in the scriptures he saw the 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 pharisees and the sadducees they all went out to preach the gospel but they weren't authentic and why i give you a guess I didn't know this was like a question
1: and answer time because they didn't have that relationship with Jesus. Yes, and but they wrong went, answer. No, that's a okay. good answer.
0: Oh, sure. But they weren't they weren't living out what they were mm-hmm. saying, and that's what it comes down to. This
1: feels like a really intense classroom. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's
1: Like I have to answer correctly, and there's no one else to answer for me.
0: But it was a good answer. Okay, thanks a lot. So, I, as we talk a little bit about authenticity, I, I was reading. I was I was preparing for this. I, there are two things that came to. To um, to my mind is Mark 16 Jesus says to his disciples Go into all the world and preach the gospel of creation As I was meditating on this I was thinking of a, a, a quote attributed to St. Francis of Assisi Now I'll give you a guess what you think that is But this is attributed to him But some people say it wasn't actually him who said it And what is that quote Danny?
1: Oh, you've probably got it written in front of you, but it is no. preach the gospel at all times hey. and when necessary, use words. And
0: only when necessary, oh, only use when You necessary. forgot the word only. Only, only when necessary, <laughs> use words. That's right. So, And it's, it's saying that to preach with your lifestyle, but the reality is, in reality, we do need to use words because we can use that as an excuse. Like, hey, I don't need to preach. I don't need to talk about Jesus. I don't need to talk about my relationship with God. But the thing is, we do, because people, we have a hope, we have something. If we have a relationship with God, I think it comes with a responsibility to share it with others. And I, so I think this is so important. But then another quote I'm going to read from a, a document of the, the church. Um, it's a,
1: one you don't trust me with. No, I won't let okay. you. I, I
0: I won't ask you to quote this. <laughs> I'm not even to pronounce this. Um, this is taken from Evangelii Nuntiandi. So, which um, which the quote is that the this is Pope Paul the Sixth. He wrote this in his encyclical and in his letter, and it says this: the Church exists to. I'll give you a guess here. The Church exists to evangelize is that what you're gonna say <laughs> yeah but a, i got
1: really scared oh, okay intense so, classroom
0: <laughs> that's right so the church exists to evangelize so it's our responsibility to, to evangelize to proclaim the gospel and very often it does it does require words and so and it's so easy eh, for a priest to do that it's so easy like to see a priest talk about jesus and think it's only the priest's responsibility.
1: Yeah, or it's so easy. I find that like, okay, I can't pronounce evangeliums. and <laughs> um So, you know, I don't need to use words because I don't have the right words. But it doesn't matter what words I use. I just have to be authentic, share my story, and that's it. If I have that relationship with Jesus, if I'm striving for holiness, I don't need the big words. I just need true words. And that's those right. true words are just going to come from my
0: life. And the, and the greatest authenticity of the gospel is not, is not intellect. It's experience. It's mm. encounter with God. And so it starts with prayer. So we can't really be authentic witnesses of the gospel if we don't pray, if we don't speak to God, if we don't allow God to, in a sense, impact our hearts, to evangelize our hearts, to, to fill our hearts with the gospel. And so this proclamation of the gospel comes from an overflow of our relationship with God, of our prayer. So that's where it all starts. I love... Uh, I was reading this story um, of the, of this uh, philosopher um, named Kierkegaard. I, I, that's also a complicated word. But Kierkegaard says this. He says there's this story of this circus on the top of a mountain and these clowns and these animals and these lions and tigers and acrobats all gather around for this circus. But all of a sudden, as they're going, um, standing on this mountain, they see that the city from the bottom is catching on fire and the whole city which is built on the mountain is catching on fire and so the people in the uh, in the crowd on top all of a sudden get get told hey someone go down and tell the people that they're about to die and so nobody volunteers to go to 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 proclaim this news but the clown says okay i'll go so the clown goes goes on his bicycle. He dresses in his cl- he's still dressed in his clown gear with his big nose and with the with the big horn on the small bike. And he goes through the city and he starts pressing the horn. And he goes, guys, get out of here, get out of here, and the, the city is about to burn. And you know what the people did in this story. It would be a pretty entertaining show. Exactly. So they came out into the streets and they applauded and they <laughs> laughed and they were entertained by it. Aye. Kierkegaard says by the end of it they all burnt <laughs> and died. But you see, I the way this is the way somehow I see the priest. Sometimes it's not that the priest is a clown because the priest should be an authentic witness, but that's how people sometimes perceive the priest. They think that, hey, that he's meant to talk about Jesus, so we can just let him continue talking about Jesus. But what about you? What about me? What about the teacher? What about the parent? What about the person on the street who has had an encounter with Jesus? How important it is for them to share the gospel.
1: Yeah, it is. It's a responsibility of everyone. If the point of the church is to evangelize, the church isn't made up of priests. It's made up of young people, old people, parents, students. We are the church and it's our responsibility to evangelize. So we have to use words, not just the priest, not just the great public speaker that you see on YouTube. Like It is every single person within the church's responsibility to share that truth that we know.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's a truth that we know. The word you said, no, is a, not a, a knowledge, but it's an, a knowledge through, through experience and, and going out to evangelize, going out to proclaim what we have experienced. But also the clever evangelizer, the authentic evangelizer, also is able to read the signs of the times because it depends. Uh, you can have an experience, but not know how to proclaim it. It's, um, we're not talking about standing on a street corner and preaching. But about being, by serving others, loving others, we can do things through our actions, but also by the way we live and the way we put others first, but also reading the signs of the times and speaking the gospel in a way that people can um, swallow, that people can understand.
1: Yeah, I think that's like such a power of social media these days, is that you can be an authentic witness on social media where there's like... You know, you're not going to be able to speak to one billion people, but you have the potential to reach that many people. And, you know, what a privilege it is that we live in this time where we can share that news so much further than, you know, 50 years ago, you would have had to get in your little car and drive down to the next town. But now just within seconds, we can share the gospel message that we know to thousands of people. Yes, billions, billions. And, and,
0: and that's it. But also, again, on social media, the requirement to be authentic there and mm. not preach at people through images even. Sometimes we preach at people even simply through images and telling people they have to believe this, they have to um, understand this, but also walking with people through our humanity. And again, that's another point of an authentic witness who's so not afraid to, to witness through their humanity and recognizing that they are weak as well, that they are human as well. Mm. I get a lot of criticism on my social media. I don't know why. <laughs> I get a lot of my my criticism is because sometimes I I emphasize the human. You know, I like my gym selfies, I must oh, admit. Maybe but that's part out? of a weakness. Yeah, I, I did. I've worked I, out before.
1: I've never, didn't know that, didn't
0: know that at all. For those of you who are listening outside <laughs> of Australia, this is Australian sarcasm for yeah, you. I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: Me and Father Rob go way back, so there's that's lots it. of love and respect there. but Deep down somewhere. Yeah, so I hide it well. <laughs>
0: But this is, um, yeah, also like as, as priests, you know, who evangelize, it's not just about putting holy pictures up and not about Bible quotes, but also showing the humanity because people connect at the end of the day with your humanity. So anyway, I think it's about time we hand over to the interview.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So Father Rob, I'm pretty upset that I couldn't be there to help you interview this incredible um, artist and man. He is an authentic witness to the faith, the way that he lives out his daily life, his profession professional life. And of course that is, as we introduced last episode, Gary Pinto. So you got to sit down with him and just have a chat about how he lives out his faith in his quite secular industry. So he's a very well-known and very talented musician here in Australia and also around the world he's performed. So here's the interview that
0: you had with Gary Pinto. So a very exciting um, friend of mine, um, is here joining us in the studio, here for Catholic Influencers, a man who has influenced my life in great many ways, but also has influenced the lives of so many people. He's in the entertainment industry, has sung and played on thousands of stages. But every time I see this man, I'm always impressed at, at how he l- brings his faith to the stage, to the people around him. And with me in the studio, I have none other than... Gary Pinto Hello father Rob how are you <laughs> I'm well how are you doing Good
2: Brother that was a great introduction massive
0: introduction. <laughs> <laughs> guys it's such a, a pleasure to, to have this interview with you to have this conversation about being a catholic influencer because you know as well as I do how hard it is to be a catholic today even the minute you mention that you are a catholic all of a sudden people sort of close doors yes. they move they, they just harden hearts in a sense yes. and but i don't somehow it doesn't seem to be so with you. it might be it might not be as it seems, but I always just see people so open and 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 so incredibly ready to receive the love that you give them and you unashamedly talk about jesus all the time Praise so God. tell me tell me a little bit about what you do and how you how you do what you do
2: Well, I see my role as an inter- intercessor, so wherever I am whether it 's um leading a band or behind a band or, or um, mentoring uh, young singers or artists, I'm always interceding for whoever I'm with. So I'm asking God to bless them in Jesus' name and shine um, His His grace and His light and His Holy Spirit into their lives and for Him to release them of any bondages or anything. So I'm continually praying for whoever I'm with. So in that I know that God is unlocking the doors to their hearts rather than me trying to... Um, even initiate a conversation, I ask God to initiate what he wants to. Yeah. And when the opportunities arise, and I f- even if I feel opposition, I'm praying for that opposition to be broken down. So I've I've noticed, as you've noticed, that the people would, will accept hearing about Jesus so freely because he opens the doors. God's spirit opens the doors for those conversations. Yeah.
0: And you see, you work in an industry which is not a Christian industry. You work in an industry, you were the vocal coach on The X Factor in Australia. You, you've sung for big uh, um, pop artists and you, you've toured the world with these amazing artists. And none, not many would be Christian around you. But yet, recently I went to a concert of yours and I'm just seeing you at the back, singing with other backing vocalists. And I saw you trace the sign of the cross <laughs> and make the sign of the cross. Uh, on the person singing with you and they were readily accepting it yeah. even though i know they're not practicing catholics
2: yeah. well it's amazing just that one concert that you were at uh, the, that friend of mine had actually said he was suicidal about a month before or maybe three months before and i said to him i, I want to do a show with you I, I i want to be around you and he said i want to be around you there's something you know i love your faith i said yeah i said god loves you so much and you are such a beautiful man and you're a wonderful blessing and God has the greatest purposes for you and he's amen and he sort of um so when the shows came up I said to my wife my goodness these songs there's so many songs to learn but I, I just said I have to do these for this one man I want to be around him wow. so we did the show and um but before the concert I said let's pray together can we pray and he said yeah Prayed, and at the sh- he he at, after he finished his song, he did a sign of the cross on his own mm. on his own body, and then he came off and he said, "When we prayed, I felt something. I felt something." Wow. So I said, "Thank you, Jesus, that you knew that that conversation three months ago was going to lead to him feeling your power in some way." Mm. So that's all I know. I am is just to be there as God's um, conduit or his his messenger to, to be able to just. Uh, tell people that they loved and pray with them so that they can feel God's love and then have a personal friendship with Him.
0: Amen. The, yeah. But do do you ever get scared, like that people are going to make fun of you or embarrass you or reject you?
2: No, I I, I, I don't get scared. I I just keep praying through it. If I, if I just keep praying for the right thing to say, and I get more scared of the times. There's been two times in my life that I haven't acted. or Maybe more. There have been more, obviously, but. Mm. Th- Two or three times I can really remember when I didn't act upon what God was telling me to do and I I just i greatly regret that. I said, Lord, I will not feel your power moving me and not do anything about it. Wow, That's what scares me the most because I think you could have told somebody that God's love was there for them and it could have affected change in their life when when you should have spoken for them because we're all there to to be God's messengers and and they might not hear God's message if you are not the one saying it. And if God prompts you to do it, you have to do it. It's not about because he, he will soften their hearts in the, at the right time. Yes,
0: and I just see this also, you working with, with celebrities. For example, I know two circumstances. One is, um, I, I'm, I can't remember their names at the moment, but one of the Spice Girls, you mm, know, mm. and you, you dragged her to mass. <laughs> well, she
2: dragged us, she, it was amazing. She said, um, it was Mel B and, and she's a, a good friend of ours and I love her to death. Um, she, uh, was, she said, you know, Gary, I want I to I wanna come to church with you one day. I said, great, okay. Um, the one, the one mass I go to is, and she would ask me week by week, you know, and she was having a difficult time at that time in her life, and it was actually a time where it was very tumultuous for her. And I didn't know, yeah, um, you know. But um, I was she wrote continuing. a
0: book. She wrote it in her book. In yeah, fact, right. Oh, yeah. The, so, the difficulties she went mm, through. Yeah.
2: So she said, um, "You know, you, you go to church a lot." Uh, you know, I, that's my terrible English accent. <laughs> and I said, "Yes." That's I said, well, "Let's come. Let's go." So she said, um, "So, guy, Sebastian said, i 'I'll come along.'" Mel goes, "No, no, no. I'm to go by myself." <laughs> anyway, so we, we turned up to church, ten thirty p.m. Randwick Mass, and. As um, she is just pitch black and there's just candles, you know, yes. no, no light. And when she came out of the church, people were just looking to the side. They go, what is Mel B doing at Mass? But she loved the fact that she could sit in the presence of God and be just loved and hugged. Yes. So she said, give me the times of the other Masses. Give me the times of the other Masses.
0: And it's amazing that she came to you to ask wow. because she knew yes. that you had faith. Yes. And yes. this is sometimes that sometimes we're ashamed to say that we're Catholic. We're ashamed to say that we believe in God and for the fear that people are going to judge us. But it's actually from seeing you as an influencer, as a Catholic influencer. I, I see it's the opposite.
2: Oh, praise God. Because I always think when, when that, that little doubt comes in my head, it says, if you don't stand for what's that um, scripture? When um, if you if you're ashamed of me, I'll be ashamed of you. And I'm yes. like, no, I'm never going to be ashamed of you, Jesus. That's Amen. the thing. It always comes when that when that little trepidation comes of speaking. Then I go, no, I'm not going to be ashamed of God because He said that. I definitely mm. not. He's so good to us.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's uh, I and it's just beautiful to watch because I think one thing that people do see in you is authenticity. Oh, you don't God. try to be a preacher, you don't try to... It, people just see that you live your faith, that mm. even under your breath before you're singing, you're praying, mm. you're, you're uh, saying praise God mm. in, in everything. Everyone calls you brother as well, because yeah, <laughs> you go. call everyone brother and my brother, and you're not afraid to do that. And that's, what I think, is such a powerful thing that you have, and that is authenticity. And when people see that we are authentic, we're not putting on an act, and mm. we have found true joy yes, in our faith, right. yes. people want what we that's have. That's right,
2: that's right. Absolutely, and 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 it's not for me to be in those in 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 bands or in any situation and go because I don't know the, what their life has been to this point ever. I don't know what has shaped them. I don't know what has happened to them in their life. If I'm to say, uh, you know, I'm going to judge them, and that's not me. It's not my position. It's my position to pray for whoever I'm with, to love them, and to continue even when I'm not with them to keep them in my prayers. I have to keep remembering to pray for my bandmates. Mm. You know, and my friends, it's just to uh, go, Lord, bless them and bless their families, release them of everything that's not of you and, and continue to. But And then I find every time the people who I've been with the most throughout my career in bands mm-hmm. are the people I've prayed for the most, Amazing. which is incredible, isn't it? Because they don't, yeah.
0: cause you're sharing a sort of an intimacy, a spiritual intimacy that is so rare.
2: But they don't even know I'm praying for them. <laughs> that's that's the thing. And they, uh, as soon as I'll pray for somebody after a year, I forget to pray. I get a call within that week or two weeks. Hey, can we come back on the road? I'm like, sure. Wow. Just God, just knows, you know, that sounds- takes us where He wants us to be. Is you, you were always in the Father. You were at um, X Factor, and you were this one. One person came to Father, and he was having a difficulty, and and uh, the life he led was completely you know away from the church and away from God. But Father was able to just give him the love of God, and that has changed his life possibly. yeah
0: it has and uh, well, the story like it, it happened was um, he didn't I just stood outside the X Factor encouraged by you because you were around and I said hey I'm going to pray if anyone wants to come and join me and he came and joined amazing. everyone else did and he came up to me he said I don't know what it was but I felt that's something it, can you do it. it again that's amazing <laughs> and he kept wanting the next spiritual high but then I left the show and he started to come to you for yes, prayer yes. I told him <laughs> to go to you for prayer that's,
2: we're all tag teams yeah, that's, so that's, how right. we, that's how we're supposed to be
0: yeah Yeah, amazing. But anyway, as we conclude this interview, just quickly, a new chapter in your life now, a Catholic influencer within your family, new (laughs) addition. How do you feel about that? A new baby, wife, and uh, yeah. The best,
2: the best. Um, I, I thought my heart was full being married and then I had this little bear, Joy, her name is Joy, and it's just, I equally love my wife and my little baby. God first, my wife and baby Afterwards, but it's just the greatest because amazing. she's just beautiful. Looking at her, she wake up at, in, the, in the night, and the first thing is my buddy's like, "Oh my goodness!" And then I look at her and go, "Oh my goodness!" Yes, so <laughs> beautiful. Sweet. She's so sweet. This is
0: amazing, and but this is a great opportunity as well now to influence the life and the heart yeah. of this little joy.
2: Yeah, we pray over her and for her every day.
0: Oh, wow. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And we're about to prepare for her baptism yes, as Father, well. Yes, Father,
2: you're going to baptize her in <laughs> looking, f-
0: looking forward yeah. to that. And from there and then comes the responsibility, of course, to influence her life for Jesus. Yes. But anyway, Gary Pinto, it's been a pleasure to have you on this podcast. Um, I I wish you all the best. I pray for you and I ask the listeners also to pray for you for your ministry. Um, You you don't preach in churches, but you're out there bringing the gospel of Jesus. So we thank God for you and may God bless you and let his face shine upon you.
2: Thank you. You're a blessing to us. Massive blessing to our family.
1: Thank you so much for joining us for our very first podcast. We're so excited to have you here listening at Catholic Influences. This is a podcast for you to transform a generation, become bold and radical disciples to influence the world for Jesus. So get in touch with us with any comments and questions at FRG Ministry social media or FRGministry.com forward slash podcast. Bye.